casseroles. William Hurt, writing wisdom. We'll be the bench that will fight for your snack book. We'll eat the snacks that you're dreaming of. Best friends forever, knowing together that we ate it all for the glory of snacks. <laughs> this is beautiful. Yay. You're beautiful. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Sitting on the bench. Writing's really hard. We need another snack. And that is just a fact. Oh. oh. Hi, this is Shauna. And this is Trisha. And this is Two Girls on a Bench. The podcast? <laughs> we write on the bench. We snack on the bench. And most of all, we procrastinate on the bench. Yes. We're back, bitches. Hello, friends. Hi. We are recording now live from the Edge of Beautiful, which is near the ocean, but we haven't gone to it because we've just been <laughs> resting in an Airbnb. <laughs> We're literally like a block from the beach it, and we haven't gone there, which is, is weird. Caroline Duner that wrote The Fuck a Diet. So as she said in her second book, Tired as Fuck. Tired or Tired as Fuck. Tired yeah. as Fuck. There's a lot of fucks. Both of those fucking books are good. Um, <laughs> but as she said, we all deserve naps and snacks. And I just keep saying that every day. No, because we came on this little road treat and we're like, we're going to write everything all the time. <laughs> and we've literally just been hanging out, having some drinks making some food and watching a psychic show and this really good show called like <laughs> Killer Roommates. Killer Roommates on Bad Netflix. Roommates or And we were Nef- Netflix roommates. We were actual roommates for a long time, so we were really intrigued by the concept, but it's it's a little hardcore like it is. Thankfully, we never had a roommate that tried to kill us or buried so us in the backyard. <laughs> luckily. <laughs> Otherwise, we wouldn't be here today. We are here today to tell to you. you that we have been for quite a while on a bit of a self-imposed accidental hiatus. <laughs> self-imposed accidental hiatus. I don't hiatus. know. It just it is opening at Coachella. The world just happened to us. So just to give you the really quick roundup, we're not going to go into the details. Quick bite. Okay. So <laughs> my family got COVID at the beginning of January. Wah, wah. And we all got it in my house, all four of us, and just passed it around and just loved it and just even though everybody was vaccinated we are all vaccinated (laughs) and we still got it and it was just a really like a bad cold but it was covid and so you have to like isolate la 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 etc etc so that was like a few several weeks then trish's family got covid yeah well one person got got covid And then we thought everybody was going to get it because every family I know, whether you're vaccinated or not, like the second strain that came through Omicron Omicron, or whatever, everybody got it. It was like, like rapid fire. Everybody got it. But not in my house. Just, just lease. Just one kid. But then your other kid got sick. Yeah. He had like a tonsillitis And you guys gave him like 800 COVID tests for a kid and he still didn't have it. The doctor's like, you know what? Sometimes kids just get sick and it's not covid and we're like what i'm like it's impossible his tonsils are swollen we're all going to die <laughs> they're like no we're going down they're like no trisha everybody's fine 
It's okay. So, so yeah, we're launching a new fabulous retooled two girls on a bunch That's because right. now that we've come back, we're coming back. We're coming for you. April is our January. <laughs> We've always been late bloomers. Um, so that's not a lie. This is a quote. So what we're going to be doing in the next few months is is bringing you a lot of content from Writing Down the Bones by Natalie Goldberg. This is the most important book of a generation. And I actually think that maybe this... Oh, no, this is the preface. Okay, I thought I was going to say maybe it's somebody else, but it's not. This is a quote from the beginning of this book. It's the preface to, like, the 30th anniversary. This book has been around for a long time. Well, yeah, no, I mean, it was the first book I read about writing that changed my whole perspective. This is, like, basically why we have a podcast, because of this woman. So we're going back to our roots. We're going to dig deep. And that's what we're going to do. Okay. Got my roots on the ground. <laughs> so here's what Natalie Goldberg said. She said to us. I got my roots. She didn't say that. She said, believe me, you too can find your place inside the huge terrain of writing. No one is so odd as to be left out. Now please go. Write your asses off. <laughs> And that is what we give to you from Natalie Goldberg today. Love it. That is what she has to share with you. And that is what we're going to, we're going to start trying to write our asses off. We are literally and physically writing our asses off. Yeah. In our minds. (laughs) So we're like on a retreat and um, apparently DoorDash has dropped off our food. So we might have to go by. (laughs) We're going to have some Chinese food. What, what? That's an early snack book, and you know what? That's not even the snack book today. <laughs> but you get to know about it. Boo-hoo on you. you are special. <laughs> well, I just have to say, Natalie Goldberg is the one that was like, don't save your nice notebooks and like crisp and pristine until you have something to write. Write until something happens. You know? And like, I'm paraphrasing, but like that, I used to save all my nice, I used to, save them all like just I don't know why I did too and I have a bunch that I've never finished because I'll be like I'm gonna write about this or or this this is this book for this and this one's for this and I have this blue battered book I've had since we started the podcast and I'm almost about to finish mine is orange and mine's almost done when you flip through it it is all over the board of weird shit mine is almost all writing exercises and then notes about podcasts (laughs) <laughs> sometimes i just write weird shit in it yeah like i just was reading something i wrote that was a little bit strange apparently recently <laughs> not strange but just like i just like Share, one night Shana. was like just tell us the whole story right now i don't want to get into I'm sorry it. our egg foo young is getting cold we're getting a little bit antsy right now <laughs> we're getting lightheaded from hunger so we're petite flowers and i think you know that <laughs> You should know that by now. By now you should know. Okay. Thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for coming back with us. And we're back. We never and left. Back. Yeah, we, we were always with you. We didn't go anywhere except we didn't go anywhere. <laughs> that was the problem. <laughs> we just needed to get some things under control. But we're here. Yay. Ready to do some shit. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a snack book next and, and then you're gonna be there and then there are surprises to come 
I'm like shimmying about it. Yeah, right there's now. there's maybe some drinking that you can do with us. Nice. Get out a shot glass <laughs> or whatever. Get out some yarn. I'm oh. teasing the yarn, but I'm not going to say what it is. Get out some yarn. But if you follow get, any social media, you'll know what that's about. Get your thumbtacks. And we're going to talk about writing and write something. Nice. <laughs> it's coming, everybody. Okay, I don't know why we keep trying to wrap it up. We're okay. going to go to the next okay, segment. Bye. Anyways, they will not know we left to eat Jamie's okay, food. Okay, bye. Who do I trust to make good soap? A mom with six kids. Earth-friendly. Environmentally safe. Organic. Natural. Everything smells yummy. And most of all, clean. Because it's soap. Polly's Paradise Soap. Shop at pollysparadisesoap.se.com. Give me that snack book! Hello. Keep singing, Shauna. <laughs> Do it. We're gonna get to this murder board, and then maybe I'll sing a little ditty. Did we? Did we tease the murder board? Oops, I teased <laughs> out. Well, yeah, didn't I tease out the murder board? Maybe I don't. I don't it's remember. been hours. Okay, so we had our Chinese food. This the is eight the hours book. ago. <laughs> but let's start at the beginning of the snack book. Start at the very beginning. So, as you've heard maybe in the past we were on a lot of weird diets and we decided that we're not doing that anymore fuck it and we read this cool book called the fuck it diet oh wait we already talked about that too didn't well, we? i quoted it yeah. yeah so we're not dieting we're just gonna try and be normal and hope for the best we're repairing our relationship to food by eating what we want so we decided we were gonna make casseroles yes because we like them well because when we think about what sounds good it's like nostalgic sort of food so Tough like i wanted food. like i made like a pot pie i mean and i made clam chowder and like not all this weekend but <laughs> that was another time although we did have clam chowder when we first got out we love clam ocean. chowder we love potatoes we love a casserole so i made a tuna casserole <laughs> and we brought it with us and we packed everything around it like i made a casserole and put it in a cooler yes like, it was just kind of funny it was like we were going camping or something but with an oven and with then a house. we came here to the house where we are and then we made the casserole we ate that for dinner and then the next day well no. then that night we made a casserole that you soak in the fridge or you set in the fridge you don't soak it in the fridge <laughs> it's weird. It weird you set it in the fridge overnight in, in the egg strata and then we ate that <laughs> with some potatoes because we need potatoes and then we had popcorn with truffle butter on it this is like a very big snack book. It's really long. I feel like I'm missing something. <laughs> oh, we got brownies. Oh, spaghettios. Oh, we had spaghettios. We had and we tried the spaghettios. <laughs> we always eat spaghettios with meatballs, and we got spaghettio with chicken meatballs, and they taste exactly the same because we did a taste test. Exactly the same. They literally don't taste different at all. Not even a little bit. So if you're looking for a chicken meatball, go for that. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. If you're eating spaghettios with meatballs. Do and it. We also had this brownie M and M flavor brown M and M. They're surprisingly amazing. They are decadent. Yeah, 
they're so good they're so good <laughs> so good <laughs> so good okay so what that's else a snack that's a lot of food all we've been for doing two is people. thinking about food and talking about food and eating food and then that's we what just touch chinese you, food <laughs> that's what happens when you go on a fucked up diet for a long time <laughs> you just think about food all the time and then when you actually get to eat it you just think about it Go all the time the and end. eat it all the time and you know but the eventual thing that's going to happen is that we'll be normal around food and not be so like bingy and crazy and, and just be like fantasizing about a fucking casserole we'll just like have some <laughs> just eat the casserole if that's what you want exactly it doesn't mean your oh, body wants cauliflower easy. your body just wants <laughs> if you get it then you don't like eat around it you don't eat all of it either because you're like we didn't eat all the casserole. No, we ate a lot of it. Sometimes but. it's like when you're on a very extreme diet like keto and you crave something, at least me, then I'll like try and find, make the thing fake, <laughs> like mashed potatoes out of cauliflower, which doesn't Ugh. work. And then I'll end up eating something bad off track later to like make up for the fact that I'm still not satisfied because yeah because you're still hungry because you didn't yeah. want cauliflower yeah we almost never want cauliflower I would think it's safe <laughs> to say that's not something or anybody's craving cauliflower a lot. rice <laughs> plain cauliflower rice you know what that is that's just <laughs> little tiny pieces of cauliflower it's not rice just like cauliflower mashed potatoes are not mashed potatoes why would you even say potato, too? That's the thing that kills me about that. Why would you say cauliflower mashed potato? <laughs> but there's no potatoes in it. It's made out of cauliflower. But so you can angry. have all the cream so you want. <laughs> uh, okay, we hate the keto diet. Sorry, everybody that likes it. <laughs> or whatever. It's all good. Eat your fucking casserole. <laughs> so we had a very enjoyable snack book, and... Then we embarked on a really interesting project that we've been talking about, which is a murder board. Yes. But we're not solving a murder. Or murdering people. Okay, so just... But we're <laughs> just calling it a murder board because I don't really know what else you I would mean, call this. It's That's what you call it. It's, it's a pegboard with pictures and string connecting the dots, the tacks. So should we read it? <laughs> can it we read it insane <laughs> all go right go to our social try. media of any kind instagram or facebook or twitter or maybe on twitter Do we put i didn't twitter? put it out oh, there we'll yet. put it on twitter too but i will did you put it out on the other ones you have you not did. nope i will though by the time everybody hears this it'll be out there but it's like here's what happened <laughs> <laughs> as, as here's always the story we're talking, and I don't know what Trish is talking about. And she, somehow she's like, I'm trying to talk about the blonde chick that was in Devs. Who? I, no, no. I'm trying to talk about the blonde yeah, chick. Yeah. I'm trying to talk about the blonde chick from Inventing Anna, because it's very exclusive, very VIP. Yes, we loved that show, by the way. Watch and it. yeah, very good show, very exclusive, and very VIP. Trying to tell Shauna I like the actress in it who plays the reporter who's this blonde actress that was on Veep 
Yes. Not on. And a million years ago, my girl, when okay. she was little. Oh my God, that was her. That's her. She was a child actress. Oh shit, I just realized that. I now everything. I feel really crazy. Um. So, yeah. So I'm trying to tell Shauna, I'm like, the, the actress that was on Inventing Anna, she was also on this show I liked so much, <laughs> but it got canceled. It was called Newsroom. But then I realized the blonde girl on Newsroom <laughs> was actually the blonde girl on Devs. But then I was like, Shauna's, Hill. Shauna's like, thank you. Shauna's like, Newsroom, who else was in that? And I'm like, it was like somebody. I'm like, who was the main guy? I don't it was, remember. It was somebody famous. I'm like, it was like somebody like William Hurt. But it was, I don't think it was William no, Hurt. You said, and then you were like, it's William Hurt. And then I'm like, somebody like him. And then, and then we like, were like, yeah, well, and I was like, yeah, I think it was William yeah. Hart. And then and we I looked, looked, it, looked up. it up and it was Jeff Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> and Shauna said, you know what, Trisha, that wasn't too far off. It was a good, he was in the family of William Hurt. Like it, in, in the sense of like, they, it's not that weird that you would think that. Well, and then you're like, you, who else is in the family? family <laughs> then I added to the family of, of William Jeff Hurt Daniels and Jeff Daniels. <laughs> You're like Bill Pulmer. Pilmer? Bill Pullman. Pullman. What the fuck's wrong with me? <laughs> Bill Pullman. Who I always made call. Up a new name for I him. call him. <laughs> I call him Dr. Jameson because. Forever. In the movie Singles. Bridget Fonda. Bridget Fonda. I almost said Bridget Jones. <laughs> Don't spit on the mic. Sorry, I almost said Bridget, Bridget Jones. Jones. <laughs> it's not a real person at all. First of all, a fictional character, which is interesting. That now it's she gotten even more appeared in this movie. It's gotten more complicated. Ha! Huh. So I'm like Dr. Jameson because it, yeah, of singles. Thank you. The end. He's like the boob doctor in that movie. Yeah, and. She's like, Dr. Jameson, like, just, like, part your hair different. She's like, like rockin', rockin', Dr. Jameson. So, Trisha always loves Bill Pullman. <sighs> I do. So, <laughs> I was like, he would do. be in this group. And then it just spirals <laughs> out of control. I'm looking at it now, and I'm just like, <laughs> and we I just with don't even know guys. where to go from here. So, we're like, we're going to do a murder board with these guys. Trisha printed out pictures and brought it. But then the weird thing, okay, so then this is the weird psychic thing that happened. We're talking about William Hurt for a while this night, right? Like, we're, like, just yeah. going on and, and on about he's not, it. like, an actor we talk about a lot. I mean, it, we really hadn't thought about him, in, and he wasn't even in the show we were talking about, which nope. is funny. <laughs> so we're like, that's... <laughs> he wasn't even who I was referencing. He literally, the next day, he died. Sad. And we were like... William Hurt just died. It was crazy. We've never talked about William Hurt probably ever. (laughs) And then when we did, so maybe we should be careful who we talk about. Bill Pullman, save yourself. (laughs) Jeff Daniels. God damn it. Bill Murray. Wait, what? I got ahead of myself. (laughs) So, yeah, I think we were just like channeling him, like, don't leave him behind, Mm -hmm. don't forget about him. And so we we never will now. I know. Well, it was really crazy. Well, then the, we're, over this weekend we were talking about a book that um, <laughs> Valerie Bertinelli wrote <clears throat> that Sean was listening to, and I was like, I should get it. It's and called I'm Enough like, Already. I'm like, go check it out. 
I love her. She does a cooking show with this guy, Duff, the <laughs> cake guy. He has like a cake business. He has a couple <laughs> cooking shows. And they do a kid's baking show. And my kids and I like to watch it. And I'm like, she's so sweet. I love her. And then and I'm like, and then guess what? Duff was on Mass Singer. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> and Shauna goes, what? Full circle to who? <laughs> to where? Like, where'd the circle go? And it I'm was like, like Valerie Bertinelli <laughs> has a cooking show. She Duff. also has, no, well, she has her own, her own cooking show. But also this baking and show. And then she has this baking show with Duff. And Duff is on The Mass Singer. And that all Full circle. goes back to Trisha for some bizarre reason. That nobody. Because we also watch The Mass Singer. Sorry, I'm making a lot of noise. Uh, We're sitting on I a am. It's okay. Futon Sorry. So then what happened? Okay, so, so, then, it so then it was like full circle. And then Sean was like, well, now Valerie Bertinelli has to go on our murder board. <laughs> and luckily we had corkboard tacks and yarn for this vacation. And I had printed out the pictures of the three main men, William Hurt, Dr. Jameson, and... The other guy, Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. <laughs> the one it was forgotten. actually all about, it turns out, really, <laughs> was. at the end of the day. Um, but then we were trying to relate, <laughs> we were trying to relate, like, what was William Hurt in? I don't know where to go from here, Shauna. We have to bring it closer. Bring the murder board closer yeah, or what we're trying to stay closer? Let's just see this if we can good. just quickly run through it. All right. Hold my mic. Okay. I'm sorry. I should have done it because I have less stuff attached to me. But instead, I was like, you get it. It's on your side of the room. I'm sorry. Okay. And we have these weird drink glasses because we're in this place where there's, like, no normal, like, dishes. And so we're drinking out of these weird, like, margarita glasses that are kind of like an old school champagne glass. I can't even explain what it is. With, like, a cactus We stem? drank everything out of it. It's really Wasting away in Margaritaville. But there's no margaritas, like, the whole no, time we've been here. No, we don't drink margaritas. No, okay. we do not. So, okay. All right. here's, well, sometimes maybe, but not on this trip. So <laughs> I can't even follow this drink because it's so crazy. Well, yeah. Okay, we'll get... So there's also another strength. There's three lines in this story. So there's the Valerie Bertinelli, the William Hurt, Jeff Daniels, Bill Pullman. And then there's also one connected to Peter Cetera. Because <laughs> Peter Cetera sang a lot of good duets. And I got obsessed about it recently. Oh, my and God. And so that comes back around. Okay, so we're going to start Didn't with- we were like... We were like, okay, so we were like, William Hurt was in The Accidental Tourist, and Bill Pullman was in The Accidental Tourist, yeah. and so was Gina Davis. Okay. So and we had just watched St. Elmo's Fire, and you were like, Gina Davis is in St. Elmo's Fire. Wait, no, that's Annie McDowell. And then it looped back to Trisha full circle. I pulled a, a Trisha. Because Shauna pulled a Trisha. Because I like was like, Gina Davis is in that movie with him, and we just watched that, and I was like, that's freaking Annie McDowell. So then that was Annie McDowell, but then how did it get to um, Terms of Endearment? Jeff Daniels was in Terms of Endearment. I know, but like, how did it get back to him from from Annie McDowell? Oh, okay, here's what happened. Okay. So, William Hurt, <laughs> this, is, this is how it goes. William Hurt, 
William Hurt is not the person, but it's actually Jeff Daniels. We thought he was in the newsroom, but actually Jeff Daniels was in the newsroom. Oh, that's right. That's where it went. And then it was like, also, Jeff Daniels was in terms of endearment. Well, then it goes to Shirley MacLaine, and then it it goes goes back to Trisha. And then it goes back. No, but it goes goes to to Shirley MacLaine and then to Sweet Charity. And postcards from the edge. Postcards from the edge. And back to Jeff Daniels. (laughs) No, back to Shirley MacLaine and then back to Jeff Daniels. Because he was not in postcards oh, from the edge. Oh, but when it does it get to Ed Bigley Jr. because he was also in Accidental Tourist? Everybody was in the Accidental Tourist <laughs> because Bill Pullman was in the Accidental Tourist, which we didn't even know. We had to that look That was up. a crazy moment when we figured that out. Well, and then Ed Bigley Jr., Shauna met him because she lived in Reseda and <laughs> bought some of his organic cleaner spray from him and a Whole Foods. Ed Bagley Jr. was also in the Accidental Tourist. So an Accidental Tourist, Ed Bagley Jr., Shauna met him at a Whole Foods, bought his stuff, talked to him. It was totally surreal. And then Shauna lives in Reseda, and you know what story takes place in Reseda? The Karate Kid. <laughs> and you the know Karate Kid too. what the theme song to The Karate Kid 2 is? Glory of Love by Peter Cetera. And you know who he did a duet with? Cher and Amy Grant. <laughs> and then, where did it go from there? I don't, I don't know. But then how did, and then that gets to Shauna's 80s f- playlist. Oh, you we the forgot 80s. about the arachnophobia. I was just going to say there was a whole arachnophobia line. So here's what happened. Jeff Daniels <laughs> was in arachnophobia and Kathy Kinney was in Arachnophobia. And Kathy Kinney was in Scrooge. And Annie McDowell was in Scrooge. Nope. Annie McDowell was in Groundhog Day. And it and all goes back to Bill Murray. <laughs> That's what I meant. Oh, good Lord. We can't even read our own murder no, board. No, it got really crazy. And then when we tried to put it all together, we were like, no, loop it back here, loop it there. No, wait, everything has to go back to Jeff Daniels had before to, it goes back to Shirley MacLaine twice, to... Shirley MacLaine twice, three times. Just keeps putting Shirley MacLaine movies on it, right? Why is Sweet Charity keep... on here? Nobody even talked about that. It just popped up. I was like, Shirley MacLaine for me means Sweet Charity and Postcards from the Edge. But so... And in we did a timeless video, so you can't see in the video, but I have literally unraveled the string <laughs> like several times. And there was like we should have taped ourselves taping ourselves because we were like bickering over where the string should go. And then at one point we forgot arachnophobia even then. Which must have been a stretch. But we wanted to But it's you know, actually not a stretch because Jeff, Jeff Daniels, Daniels was in it. And Jeff Daniels at but, the end of the day is actually what it's all about, how, ironically enough. How arachnophobia led back to Bill Murray, which led back to Groundhog Day, which led back to Eddie McDowell, which wasn't even part of the conversation was kind of crazy. It's only because I pulled at Trisha and thought Gina Davis <laughs> was Annie McDowell for a brief you guys, are you guys following this? Do you Brown understand curly this? Hair, that's where it went. For no, but me. do you understand what's happening right now? This is this is what we just actually did was diagram our brains, our our collective brains. It's really brains. scary because it goes around and around and around, and it strangely makes sense to me the more I look at it. There's a big stop on Trisha full circle, though. A lot of things came back to me full circle. <laughs> She's like, oh, Valerie Bertinelli, Duff, Duff's on the mass Singer, full circle back to me. And I was just like, how? 
How did it even start with you? Like, where were you? Why were you the full circle? I never understood. It was all about me in the end of the day. It was pretty much all about me. The masked singer. I was like, what? She's like, I watched that show with my family. I was like, I watched lots of shows. Like, I don't, what was, I'm all Bill Pullman's on the center. I watched the most recent season of that. It's all back to me. (laughs) This is a war. So, Peter Cetera's got a lot of good songs. Go check out. We did it all for the glory of love. Yeah, I decided that one night when I was like maybe drinking by myself, I don't know what I was doing, and I was texting Trisha, and I was like, I think I finally figured out. We didn't even say, you know what? We we, we (laughs) can sing like Peter Cetera. Wait, we just went from Peter Cetera to who he duetted with. Except we didn't say he was in Chicago and that I have a bunch of old Chicago oh, records. Oh, yeah, that was in the middle. That was Shit. in we, the middle. We forgot about Peter Cetera and that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry. Karate Not Kid sorry. 2, Peter Cetera, Gloria Love. And he was in Chicago, and Trisha has old Chicago records. Yes. And then... That was all. And then Amy Grant and Cher. <laughs> Amy Grant and Cher, very important. That one kind of went to a dead end. Next okay, anyway. time I fall... In love. <laughs> yeah, we were gonna um I decided I was gonna karaoke that and then I realized that I actually can't sing like Peter Cetera. That was just a drunk idea I had one night. <laughs> I mean we found out on our fortieth when we actually did do karaoke and we wanted to sing, we planned to sing I would walk one because it's like proclaimers and we we're like because hey, it's an easy it's song. an easy song and guess what song out of the thousands of songs they had <laughs> the only song they did not have was a proclaimer song that we wanted to sing we ended up singing turn the beat around by gloria stefan which is a very fast song it's and very really hard high to sing. and you're supposed to be able to do like a bunch of riffs because really it's just a bunch of background music with her yeah 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 <laughs> that's not actually dun, 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 on the door, but she, there's but all words like, there. Not really the part she she's like, oh, oh yeah, like <laughs> on the other side of it, you know. And we had I don't know two flasks of straight vodka at that point. And by the way, it was a bowling alley karaoke bar, and um, first we bowled, I think, didn't we? Did we bowl? No, I think we went we there just for the went, karaoke. We went there for the karaoke. We went out and had a nice dinner oh, with yeah, our we went spouses. To a, yeah. And then we were like, we're going to go karaoke because <laughs> we were doing this weird bucket list thing for when we turned 40, which was like the dumbest it was shit beautiful. you can imagine. It was beautiful. <laughs> that we were doing. But the, the karaoke bar was like filled with the cast of Glee. Seriously, it was like a bunch of high school kids that could sing. And so we sat there for several hours waiting our turn. Because no one tells you in the shows that you watch where people karaoke and it's all fun and games. Yeah, they usually just walk right they up walk and right get up to up sing and a song. They walk right up and do it. No, if you don't know the deal and you get there late, you sit there for a long time watching the real singers sing. And then and you're waiting. like, fuck. And then drinking. And then you're by the time you get there... You're, you're There's video evidence of tipsy, this. And you don't actually know the song you're singing. Yes. Yes. Except you like it and There's, you play it all the time so you can turn the beat around. But you don't actually know don't, the that's words. That's not really a song I sing out to. I just dance all. around to it usually. Yeah. Like, but like, And also you're like, turn the beat around. And that's and the that's only all. part of the song you know. <laughs> except it's a three minute song. Percussion. 
for four minutes. I felt it's, like it's four long. hours. It's long. It felt about five hours long. But there's a picture that's fabulous of this. Maybe we'll share that. But we have not ventured even now years and years later to I watch did. the video did oh, you oh no i i was oh. gonna say i went karaoke after that one. Oh no no i don't doubt that but oh. i didn't watch the video i haven't karaoke except i sing on this show like every single time <laughs> i do it i guess and i also do a ukulele shit so i guess You're you know a good singer i don't need to karaoke i just make up my own words i might have to work towards this peter satara thing i think we Whew. can do it okay so here's another weird murder port thing that i just remembered right now and started laughing to myself so we're speaking of this 40th birthday thing we had a list of things we had to do and it was like we're gonna go to a corn maze we're, we've probably talked about this before but let's just bring it back because it's like an oldie but goodie it's good we're like we're gonna karaoke we're gonna tp a house we're gonna it was just like all this weird shit we're gonna make play-doh it was a very odd list did we tp a house we just put toilet paper around like a couple things on my house. Oh. Because you never TP'd a house. It was all about things that we hadn't done before. Like I hadn't carried. It wasn't necessarily both of us hadn't had done it. Had you TP'd a house? In high school. I had kind of. I got caught. I think I got caught. Oh. All right. So anyways. So. That was exciting. <laughs> that was a really good story. It took a long time for us to actually <laughs> talk about that <laughs> idea. But that's not the funny thing. So the funny Oh, thank God. Like, I'm so glad the that funny was thing. A good joke. I'm glad the funny thing is coming up. I was worried. You're like, did you like, TP? I'm like, who cares? This okay. is going nowhere fast. So, <laughs> I don't know what we were talking about yesterday. You're like, like, we should go to that place. Oh, we went somewhere and they had something, and you're like, that's like, we can get that. <laughs> I said we should go to that bar, like, the Rusty Nail, or maybe it was called the Cheddar Bowl. <laughs> oh my God, I can't even talk. I said it was the Rusty Nail, and then I quickly said, no, 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 the Cheddar Barrel. And then I, said, I can't even say and then Cheddar I said Barrel. The Copper Bucket. It was literally called the Copper Bucket, guys, and we did was, go there. It was like this, like weird, like crappy dive bar, dive bar that was. Like not even interesting. It was in like a a strip mall, like walking distance from our houses. But we were always like, we're gonna go there one day, and we went there, and it was just as stupid as you would imagine. And but (laughs) nothing happened. That was like Trisha's little mini murder board in her (laughs) rusty nails, cheddar barrel. Which I have to say, guys, I was getting to the name because copper bucket. The initials are CB. And Cheddar Barrel, CB. So I was like, does it have to do with a Cracker Barrel? Like, what is the angle here? And I like the Rusty Nail was my first thought, though. That's closer to Copper Bucket, I think. I guess. I don't the know. Rusty Nail. And I was like, what? You're on the It's okay. There was another one, because we're, we're living... We're, we're, we're living, living murder board world now. We're out here in, in a little, like... Airbnb, but it's very close to where we had our first apartment, but like in the better side of town. Like right now we call this episode the edge of beautiful because 
This place is this right place is on, the, on edge. the edge of the really pretty part yes. of Oxnard, like by the beach. And where we used to live was on the other side. But if we drive a little side. bit further, it's, I guess, a little bit the not, not, the not beautiful. beautiful side. The cheap side. That's so, where we lived. We but lived there the used to be a place side. there, and I can't remember the name of that bar either. We never went into it. The Jester Room. But I was like, the Joker... <laughs> I did, I did a whole thing. I was like, like the Joker clown bar. The Joker clown bar. Something, something. And Shauna's like, the Jester room. You, like, but you like, you went way off though too. It wasn't even like the Joker. It was like, because I can see you doing the Joker because very often the Joker on and, a yes. deck of cards is a Jester. Jester. That's true. So I, that actually makes sense. I don't even remember what I said. I I wish I could remember. It was something completely different. And you were like, like, but you immediately were like, Jester. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, the Jester. So now we know for a career, we need to play a game, some game. Taboo. Taboo for a living. Because all we have to do is say weird shit to each other and we'll like know the answer immediately. (laughs) Like because it's not because we have a weird brain that's that's like a murder board combined. I mean, maybe this is like a trivia thing we do with listeners one day where they have to ask us things and we I don't know how that would work. We have to reverse engineer it so that we don't know what the answers are. Somehow we need to play taboo and see if we can actually do this. <laughs> a because if it's like first, movie stars, first I would like to commit to a live we'll stream it. event. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, we've run, we've fallen off on the live streams. Okay, so well, there come, there's one coming up. Live stream for the cure is coming up. Oh in yeah. May. So hopefully, May. I will drop the promo after this, but um, and we'll be uh doing live stream with a partnership with our best friend in the world, Mel Brooks, who is Mel from Brook Reading Pod, whose name is not actually Mel Brooks, but if you know us, you know that's what we call her. We did another one where we were like. <laughs> Mad- we're like people in the movie Clue and I was like oh, Madeline Kahn Madeline Kahn was in Blazing Saddles it's a Mel Brooks movie Mel Brooks, Mel Brooks is our friend <laughs> yeah once you start doing oh, these God. you can't stop you start it's making a, a connection it's six degrees of separation to anything we can think of you can literally connect the dots on a like, lot of weird shit somehow Ed Bagley Jr. is connected to William Hart and maybe no he's connected to Bill Pullman Oh, no, he is connected to William Hart. Because of the accidental tourist who's connected to Bill Pullman. I mean, it just goes around and around. Yeah, it it really... Why is Bill Pullman connected to Sweet Charity? Maybe that's a mistake. (laughs) I think it just went over it to get to Bill Pullman. Hmm. You may have made a mistake, Trisha. You made I a can't mistake. Be involved in this. If you watch the video, Fuck. you'll see that Trisha's the one doing it, <laughs> and I am not liable. Because you can tell by our hands who is who. Definitely, it's such a fast video Clearly. too that you'll be like, "What the hell was that?" Anyway. All right. <sighs> okay, that's it. that was a lot. That was a lot for us right now. Oh my gosh, that's it. Okay, we have a writing section really quick. Okay. What does hope mean to you? Hello, everyone. My name is Nick, and I am the host of the annual live stream for The Cure, a charity live stream event to raise money for the Cancer Research Institute, which researches immunotherapy, training the body's immune system to fight all forms of cancer. Their mission, one that I believe in very, very strongly, is a future 
immune to cancer. And this year for the sixth annual live stream for the cure, I want to emphasize more than anything, hope. Over the past five years, myself and amazing creators and partners from around the world have raised over $50,000 for this amazing cause. And this year, we're looking to add another $20,000 to that total. Please join me May 19th, starting at 9 a.m. Eastern for 45 hours of content over the next three days as I'm once again joined by amazing creators from around the world to help fight for hope. Learn more or make an early donation today at LivestreamForTheCure.com. Write it, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to do my writing section. <laughs> I'm not a writer this weekend. I'm a cook. You're a, <laughs> you're a murder blurter. Like Valley Bertinelli. <laughs> Valerie Bertinelli. Valerie Bertinelli is a writer too. She's written like three books. Okay. So, <laughs> and we have written much. none. Jesus. <laughs> we have not written a book yet. 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 We're working on it. All right. So, this is from Writing Down the Bones. Sound familiar, folks? By Natalie Goldberg. I almost said Natalie Merchant, which <laughs> would not have been correct. <laughs> this is not Natalie Merchant's book. <laughs> Ooh. What? What's that? These about? are oh. days. Okay, good job. Yeah, remember? Yeah, I was like, I know that song, but not that way. Okay. I changed the words. Quote, it's a surprise. There's like a little section from this book. It's just like a paragraph. Sorry, I'm just going to read this because it's like freaking cool and you need to know about it. Don't okay. be sorry. It's fine. It is important. This is the book, not me. It is important to have a way worked out to begin your writing. Otherwise, washing the dishes becomes the most important thing on earth. Anything that will divert you from writing. Finally, one just has to shut up, sit down, and write. That is painful. Writing is so simple, basic, and austere. There are no fancy gadgets to make it more attractive. Our monkey minds would much rather discuss our resistance with a friend at a lovely restaurant or go to a therapist to work out our writing blocks. We like to complicate simple tasks. There is a Zen saying, talk when you talk, walk when you walk, die when you die. And then she says, write, write when, when you, you write. write. <laughs> Stop battling yourself with guilt, accusations, and strong arm threats. But after saying all this, oh, anyway, that's the end of it. Sorry. So strong arm threats okay sorry i started reading the next section there's a there's a quote that goes along with that from caroline duner author of the fuck it diet and also who's paid me for an advertisement (laughs) on our show today (laughs) and i don't have my phone with me so i can't get it exactly but it's like you can't hate yourself into improvement and um that's exactly that like you can't strong arm yourself into being a better writer or better anything (laughs) Yeah, just do what you're doing and do it. You need to be kind to yourself about it, too, in the meantime. Like, that thing about the dishes kills me. Because I will derail myself for some laundry and dishes. And I don't necessarily enjoy those tasks. (laughs) No, but it it is... It's like because you also your mind runs around and goes, well, I really should do this. I really should do that. The shoulds. Your mind's basically a murder board. We say this. Stop shooting yourself. Yeah, don't shoot all over yourself. Exactly, because otherwise, it smells bad. 
<laughs> Otherwise, something's going to happen to you. And then I don't know what's going to happen. It's just not healthy. <laughs> I'm not sure where I was going with that. It's just not nice. Like, yeah, I wouldn't nice shit all over Shauna. Well, maybe I would shit all over Shauna. I wouldn't shit all over Mel Brooks, okay? Like, <laughs> she doesn't deserve that. You know, like, I wouldn't shit over a true friend. Sorry, Shauna. Um, Apparently, I'm not a true friend. I'm Thanks. just kidding. Ha <laughs> uh-huh. But I'm just saying, like, if you wouldn't do it to somebody else that you care about in your life, then stop doing it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I feel my, my worst behavior is how I behave towards myself. Oh, yeah. I'm, like, the biggest bitch to myself. I mean, if we talk to other people like we talk to ourselves, we would have no friends. We, we would barely have each other. <laughs> we would not have spouses. Nope. We would just be alone. I, it's just alone. But it's just it's with no friends. It boggles my mind that I can be this old and no still, job and still be this <laughs> stupid about the way I treat myself. You know what I mean? Just walk when you walk, talk when you talk, and write when you write. The end. Good job. Maybe be like a little kinder to yourself. Also be nice to yourself. It's okay. We all deserve. Be nice when you're nice. Be a bitch when you're a bitch. (laughs) Just kidding. That's fine too. But like we all just deserve a little more niceness from ourselves. Yeah, we should be kind to each other and all that bullshit. But like ultimately like you're left with yourself at the end of the day, at the end of life. Like, Well, we far prioritize being nicer to other other people people. than being nice to ourselves. Like that's like always like way more important or taking care of other people more than ourselves. ourselves. Yeah. And like. Yes. We're not supposed to do that. Well, actually, what am I saying? No. It's that we thing are. where you're supposed to put your mask on first in yeah. the airplane, and then you put the other person's mask on. And we don't do that. So that everybody can breathe. And so, like, it's just, I know it sounds like, it sounds so easy and, like, basic, but it's, like, <laughs> it's hard. It sounds so easy and basic, but Shana, it's not. Shauna's really good at being Anna from Anna Inventino. <laughs> on a Delby foundation <laughs> once I start talking like her I can't stop like it's like oh, everything I say it might be my next favorite thing about it's you like, my most favorite thing about you my newest favorite thing about you wow <laughs> my next favorite I'm like waiting for the next I'm like what will Shana do next to entertain me that's what I hear about in my life Anyways, just saying. This has been a public service announcement from the bench. (laughs) Maybe you needed to hear it. Maybe you didn't. Maybe it made you laugh. Maybe it made you roll your eyes. And we're okay with all of that. You can just be you. Just be. (laughs) So this week we're not doing a writing prompt because we really wanted to share this writing lesson with you. But... Going forward in our future, like this is like our relaunch of the bench since we took a long break. We decided this was a relaunch party. We're not, we're not, we're not sorry. This is a relaunch party, everybody. It's very exclusive. We're at a disco. (laughs) Very VIP. If you haven't watched Inventing Anna, you have no fucking idea what we're doing, and you're like, stop it. Just watch the skit on SNL. That'll work. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you wearing that? Are you poor? We're basically trying to pull in, like, some mentorships here. Yes. From writers that have their shit together that we admire and 
hopefully you can learn from them too. And a lot of them give us writing prompts. Yeah. Like Nally Goldberg certainly does. Yeah. And so that's like, so we're going to actually start out the first few uh, lessons are coming from Natalie Goldberg and we'll do a writing prompt next time actually from her writing prompts along with the lesson and you will do it with us you will do it yes listener benchling and if we hear that you're doing the dishes instead we will come and find you just kidding we don't have time for that <laughs> <laughs> okay we'll jump on a plane and come to your house wherever you live and like damn these mal we're coming for you <laughs> these bitches are crazy this has been two girls on the bench talking about mal brooks <laughs> <laughs> okay so that's it thanks everybody what Wait. else do we have to say anything else i I just want to thank everybody out there for sticking with us. Yeah. That's all. It makes us, like, we really miss doing our podcast. We're like, oh, shit. Yeah, we were getting really down. And a few, like, <laughs> sweet listeners, like, reached out to us, and like, that was really are nice. Are you still alive? And, and it made us feel like, it just felt like you really liked us. <laughs> That's Sally McLean, and she was in terms of endearment. <laughs> Sally McLean. Who's I Sally mean- McLean? Oh my god, you guys. You see what I'm dealing with? Who's the one that said he really liked me? Sally Field. <laughs> oh my god. I was just talking about Gidget for like 45 minutes earlier today. <laughs> Two, I was. I was seriously talking about Gidget. Oh That's so funny. I did stop. Sorry. Oh, and why did, Why were we... Wait, we did another one Cousins. where it was like... Um, no, you were like, it's, that guy was a hobbit. What were we talking Sean about? Asking. And I was like, and I was, was like, he's Patty Duke's son. <laughs> it was going to be a Winota Ryder murder board. That's what it was. And then you're like, he dated, she dated the hobbit. A hobbit, not the hobbit. A hobbit. Not dated him, but like was his love interest on Stranger Things. Yeah. Which I'm like watching my kids. So then I was like. He's Patty Duke's son. And I was like, and you know who his dad is? He was the dad of the Adams family. And then I don't know what happened. I don't, after I don't, that. It just, we had to stop because it was getting out of control, basically. It's good times, though. We really like can like get there with this. So, anyway, thank you all for <laughs> joining us and our ridiculous talk about a monkey mind. I know. This has been the monkey episode on the edge of beautiful. Monkeys on the edge of beautiful. Maybe that'll be our. It might, by the time you see this, it might be changed. <laughs> so keep writing. Keep snacking. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you for joining us on the bench. Do you want to be a benchling? Be a benchling. Be, be a benchling. Wow. Be a benchling. Be, be a benchling. Hey. Be a benchling. Won't you want to be a benchling too? Bench podcasts. Dot com. Test, testing, test. Now you. I am testing my microphone right now and it's like so good.